Hello, this is Reverend Eric I'm glad to come to you through this medium. As you listen to the word of God today, I pray that you will be impacted, your life will be transformed, and you experience God. Kingdom blessings. Please, let's honor the presence of the Lord. Tonight, I am well informed by our Father that it is anointing service. How many of you know tonight is anointing service? Uh, some of you, yesterday you were not here, so you don't really know what happened. Today is anointing service. How many of you know it? Or some of you don't know. How many of you don't know today is anointing service? Let me see your hand. You don't know. You don't know that today is anointing service. Let me see your hand. Okay, just one or two people don't know. So today is anointing service. And we are going to believe God that oil will not just be poured on our head or oil will not just touch our head because we want oil to touch our head. We want to believe God that this oil will be anointing for uncommon transformation. Uncommon transformation. I am believing God for uncommon transformation. How many of you are believing God for uncommon transformation? I believe that when we attend such a summit, we must not go back the same. Our life should not be the same. There has to be evidence. There has to be tangibility. There has to be something to show that we attended such a conference and our lives has never been the same. So tonight, lift up your right hand and ask the Holy Spirit himself to anoint you, to touch you in the name of Jesus. Ask the Holy Spirit to touch you. Holy Spirit, touch me tonight. 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 Hey, Jesus. Let the power of the Holy Ghost follow me. Samuel chapter 10 and verse number 1. 
but the whole thing is from chapter 1, uh, chapter, um, chapter 10, verse 1 to 7, but I just want to make reading of verse number 1. 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 1 to 7, but I want to make a reading of only verse 1. Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, is it not because the Lord has anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? May the Holy Spirit bless the word. And let the word be quickened to make a life in our spirit. May we receive with all meekness the word of the Lord for our transformation. I pray that the Holy Spirit will minister to us. And our lives shall never be the same. Lord, touch the lips of your mind, servant. And by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, let me now declare forth your counsel. May your name be praised and glorified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you. I want to speak, because tonight is anointing service, I want to speak on all that title, The Mystery of the Anointing Oil. The Mystery of the Anointing Oil. Hallelujah. So when I walked in, I requested for anointing oil. And I was given this special anointing oil which we are going to use. We want to look at the mystery of the anointing oil. Somebody say amen. amen. The Bible said that someone took the valve of oil or the bottle of oil and then he poured it on the head of Saul and he kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed thee to be a captain over his inheritance? So from this scripture, it is obvious that someone took a bottle of oil and anointed Saul. Before we dive into this scripture, I want us to look at certain things from the background. First, we need to understand that in the Old Testament, there were three offices that were so important to God among others. Three most important offices in the Old Testament among others. The first one is the office of a king. The second one is the office of a priest. And the third one, the office of a prophet. So first, the office of a king, the office of a priest, and the office of a prophet, among others. Now, the king was the one who ruled or who governed on behalf of God. So in the Old Testament, you will notice you notice in our key scripture that someone took the oil and anointed Saul and said, is it not because, in other words, the reason I am anointing you is because you have already been set apart and you have been anointed by God to be a captain. And the word captain there suggests a king over God's people or inheritance. So a king was the one who ruled or who governed on behalf of God. The priest was the one who represented the people to God. The priest was the one who represented the people to God. 
and his duty was to make atonement or sacrifice for God's people. In fact, when you go to the book of um, Hebrews, please let's look at Hebrews chapter 5 verse 1. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 1, it says, For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men in things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gift and sacrifice for sins. So the high priest was actually the one who represented the people to God. So for example, uh, you as a people, you as a group of people, God will select somebody out of you and set that person apart as a priest. His duty is to represent you to God. Somebody say amen. So the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 1 that every high priest is taken from among men. That means the high priest is not someone who came from heaven. The high priest was not an angel. The high priest was selected from among men. Men like you and I. God select somebody from men and he set him apart. He separated that person apart to represent men unto God. So the priest was one who represented men to God. And his job, he said, for men, he said, for he is ordained for men in things pertaining to God. That number one, he may offer gifts. And number two, he may offer sacrifice for what? For sins. So the priest represented the people to God to offer gifts and to offer sacrifices and to make atonement for the sins of the people. The third one, which is a prophet. The prophet was the one who represented God to the people. He represented God to the people. So the prophet's job is to hear from God and to declare to the people. So you notice that whereas the priest represented the people to God, the prophet represented God to the people. So every prophet is God's representative. He's representing God. And the prophet is God's spokesperson who speaks on behalf of God. So the king rules or governing on behalf of God. The priest represent the people to God. And then the prophet represent God to the people. Ladies and gentlemen, it will interest you to know that in the Old Testament, these three offices, the, the office of a king, the office of a priest, and the office of a prophet, no king ever ruled in Israel. I repeat, no king ever ruled in Israel. No prophet ever stood in the office of a prophet. And no priest functioned in the priesthood office without first and foremost being anointed by God. Hallelujah. No prophets, no king, no priest ever stood in any of these three Offices with that first and foremost being anointed by God. So for a king to operate, to govern and to rule, he has to first and foremost be anointed. The anointing was to set him apart 
as someone who has been specially designated for the purpose of God. And tonight, as the oil of God comes upon your life, in your paternal and maternal house, you will be separated and set apart for divine assignments. I know your amen will be better. Somebody shout a better amen. So no king ever ruled in Israel without being anointed. No prophet prophesied in Israel without being anointed. And no priest stood in the office of a priest without being anointed. It is in this connection that we notice that the first king in Israel, being Saul, had to be first and foremost be anointed. And it's interesting to know that the guy was not a king. He had just been sent on an errand to go and look for the missing donkeys of his father. And it came to a point when he was desperate for almost three days. He has not been able to locate the asses that he wanted to give up. And then his servant said, no, we don't need to go home. There's a prophet in this house. Let's go to him. And peradventure, he may show us the way we should go. And then he came in contact with a prophet. And the prophet looked at him and said, you are wasting your time. You are wasting your destiny. You are wasting your life. He looked at him. And he said, you are wasting your time. The donkey you are looking for, it has been found. So the guy was looking for something that had already been found. There are people here who are looking for things that has already been given to them, that has already been released to them, that has already been found, but they don't know that it has been given to them. And so they are just roaming about and wasting their time and wasting their dead. But tonight, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, whatever has been given to you, you will take it by force. Somebody shout, I receive it. Saul was looking for donkey that had been found for almost three days. And he didn't know that it had been found until he came in contact with a prophet. Tonight you are coming here, it's not by accident. This Destiny Summit conference is not just one of the Destiny conference you have been holding. This is a special one. Why? Because God is a progressive God. Yesterday is gone. Today is a new day. God must do something new in our life. Thank God for what he did last year, Destiny Summit. But last year is gone. This is a new year. And God must do something new in your life, in your home, in your marriage, in your business, in your finances. If you agree with me, shout aloud and say amen. So, looking for donkeys. Was he meant to be a donkey looker? Was he meant to look for donkeys? No. The guy was ordained to be a king. But he didn't know. And he was wasting his life and time on looking for donkey until he had an encounter with a prophet. A prophet, as I said yesterday, is for your prophets. Any prophets that want to profit from you is not a genuine prophet. You must profit from the prophet and not a prophet prof profiting from you. 
Because every prophet is for your profit. The Bible says that believe in the Lord your God. You will be established. Believe in his prophet and who shall prosper? Me or you? And you shall what? Prosper. The word prosper means and you shall succeed. You shall become successful. When you come in contact with a prophetic man, you must experience uncommon transformation. And tonight, in the name of Jesus, your life will never be the same. Somebody say amen. So when Saul came in contact with Samuel the prophet, he said to him, don't waste your time. The donkey already found. But I have an assignment for you. I have something to tell you. But you need to sleep over. And then the next morning, I will tell you the word of the Lord. So Saul had to sleep over. And the next morning, someone had to see him off. As they were going, the Bible said that Saul came with one of his servants. And as they were going, at the outskirt of the city, someone looked at Saul and said, Bid your servant to pass on before us. And you stand still that I may tell you the word of the Lord. Tonight, I pray God that before you leave this place, whatever word God has destined for your life, you shall take hold of it. Somebody shout amen. I don't want to go into the area where someone said to his servant, Isot uh, said to Saul, let your servant pass on. That's another message entirely. Let your servant pass on. Let him go ahead of us. And you stand still that I may tell you the word of the Lord. There are certain things that you have to let it go. So that God's purpose and God's plan for your life will be exposed. Can I tell you something, church? Every year you need to make an assessment of the contact on your phone. Because not everybody you are stored his or her contact on your phone is adding value to your life. Do you know that about 98% of all the people that you relate with, their contacts are the ones you have stored on your phone. Except only those who don't have telephone numbers. So check your phone. The last time I checked, I realized that I had 1,500 contacts on my mobile phone. But ask me that out of 1,500, how many of them are we in constant contacts? Some of them are just SS luggage. Oh, they are SS luggage. Some of them, you don't even remember their names. And they don't also communicate with you. Sometimes you even forgot that you had the name stored there. Which means that it's not everybody on your contact that really matter. You see, life is not about how many people you know. It's about how well you relate with the people you know. That is the most important thing. So you need to make assessment and make elimination by substitution. That when you realize that there are some people, they are occupying space on your mobile phone, but they are not adding anything to your life, and you are not adding anything to them, you must do elimination by substitution. Someone said to Saul, let your servant pass on, wait behind, and I'm going to tell you the word of the Lord. And the Bible said, 
in chapter 10 verse 1 and Samuel took the oil and he poured it on the head of Saul. He didn't pour the oil on his feet. He didn't pour the oil on his stomach. He didn't pour the oil on his ears. The Bible said he took the oil and he poured it on his head. Now, remember that what Samuel took was just oil. Oil, just a liquid. But the Bible said he poured it on his head. Why did Samuel take the oil and poured it on the head of Saul? The oil is just a liquid. There's nothing inside the oil. So when we say we are going to have anointing service, it is just oil that is going to pour on our lives. But the question is, what is this oil going to do on your head? And why will God let oil be poured on our head? The oil is a mystery. The anointing oil is what? It's a mystery. And when you don't understand the mysteries of the kingdom, you live a miserable life. So Jesus, on several occasions, spoke in parables to the crowd. And one day the disciple came to him and said, why do you speak in parable to the crowd? And Jesus said, because it is given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them, it has not been given. So to we believers, we must know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. If you don't know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, you live a miserable life. And one of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven is the mystery of the anointing oil. Somebody say the mystery of the anointing oil. So, what is the anointing oil? The anointing oil is the medium through which the Holy Spirit is invoked. Please listen carefully. The oil is not, this oil is not the Holy Spirit. This is a liquid. This is olive oil. It is not the Holy Spirit. But the oil is the medium through which the Holy Spirit is invoked. Have you noticed that in the traditional world, anytime they want to do something, they take alcohol and they pour libation. The libation they are pouring is just alcohol. But by pouring that libation, they are invoking the presence of evil spirit because they believe that the alcohol is the medium through which evil spirits are invoked. But it is a counterfeit. It is something they, they took from the scriptures and then they counterfeited it for their own gain. So the oil, this oil, is not the Holy Spirit. The oil is a medium through which the Holy Spirit is invoked. So when the oil comes on your head, it is just a liquid. But by the oil coming into your head, the Holy Spirit takes his residence in your life. And I'll show it to you. First Samuel chapter 16 and verse number 3. Verse number 13. First Samuel 16 verse 3. Verse 13. First Samuel 16 verse 13. I want to show you that the oil is the medium through which the Holy Spirit is invoked. Then Samuel took the horn of oil. And he anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And what happened? 
And what happened? Talk to me. What happened? He, Samuel was anointing David in the midst of his brothers. So the Bible said he took the oil and then he anointed. The word anointed means to pour or to smear. So he poured the oil on David. The Bible said and. And it's a conjunction joining the two statements together. And the Holy Spirit came upon David from that day backwards. Oh, look into your Bible and tell me. From that day backwards. From that day sideways. From that day what? From which day? Which day? The day that the oil came on David's head. David did not go back to the bush again. David did not go look for, uh, go to uh, follow sheep and goats and cows. From that day that the oil came upon David, the Bible said David went forward from that day. So from today, when the oil comes upon your head, the presence of the Holy Spirit is going to come upon your life like never before. And the next thing that is going to happen to you is that you are not going backwards. You are not going sideways. You are not going down. Where are you going? I can't hear you. Where are you going? Where are you going? After tonight, I see your life going forward. I see your business going forward. I see your finances going forward. Your marriage is going forward. Your destiny is going forward. Your prayer life is going forward. Somebody rise up and shout forward. From that day, <laughs> when someone took the oil and poured it on David, the Bible said the Holy Spirit came. That is why I said the oil is the medium through which the Holy Spirit is invoked. Through which the Holy Spirit comes. But this oil is just a liquid. But when it is poured on your head, it brings the presence of the Holy Spirit. And once the Holy Spirit takes his residence in your life, your life will never ever be the same. From that day, David never remained the same. From that day, that someone took the oil and poured it on the head of Saul. Saul never went to look for donkeys and monkeys again. After tonight, after tonight, what you have been looking for and you have been chasing for years, you will not chase it anymore. Amen. I said you will not chase it anymore. Amen. Some of you have been looking for money. Money will look for you. Amen. The time to look for money is over. Money will look for you. Men will look for you. People will look for you. Jobs will look for you. Opportunities will look for you. Privileges will look for you. Shout, I believe it. He took the oil and he anointed him. And the Bible said the Holy Spirit came. 
And from that day, David went forward. You can't be in this anointing service and you will not go forward. Every, it means that retrogression was broken. Stagnation was broken. Setback was broken. Obstacles were broken. Impediment were broken. Barriers were broken. Curses were revoked. Tonight, whatever it is that have kept you on one spot, that you are not able to break forth and break out, by reason of this oil tonight, let it break. Shall break. Shall break. One day I was having, please take your seat, anointing service. We did anointing service. And I told them what to do with the anointing oil. So we went home. And one of my daughters in the Lord, her mother's deep freezer had spoiled. And she has just left it. She has just left it. They've been using to sell ice creams and other things, but she has left it. So this little girl went back home and took the oil, the bottle of oil, and she went and stood by the freezer and said, Bishop said that the anointing is what breaks the yoke. So tonight, uh, this morning, whatever it is that this freezer is not working, my mother has been spending money, they are not able to work. She opened it, poured it, and said, Freezer, you must work today by this oil. And then she called somebody to come and plug the freezer for her. The person came and plugged the freezer, switched it on, and the freezer started working. Wow. It started... Can I tell you something? Whatever has not been working in your life, whether it's business, or marriage, or career, or your finances, by reason of the anointing tonight, it shall work for you. Say, it shall work. Say, it shall work. Look at your neighbor say, neighbor, tonight, by reason of the anointing, it things, things shall work out for you. Shall work out. Shall work out. The freezer started working. It started working. When the mother came, he said, Mom, the freezer is working. The mommy came and said, what did you do? He said, I anointed the freezer. Tonight, if a freezer will receive anointing for it to work, then if that same oil comes upon your head, there shall be uncommon transformation. Your life will begin to work. You will be better than what you are today. I prophesy upon your life that after this anointing service, may your life be better. May your destiny be better. May you experience uncommon transformation. Somebody jump and shout and receive this. Hallelujah. The mystery of the anointing oil. I read it from the testimony of Bishop Oyedepo. 
where they did anointing service. And one of his members went out. He, she was looking for accommodation. And she saw a place and went to the house with her little girl. And she got there and she said she's looking for an apartment. And they said, oh, come. There's an apartment. Come. She entered into the house and they locked the door behind her with her little girl. Not knowing they were going to kill her. Only for her to be taken into a room and they said you should sit down. They are going to bring the owner of the house. The man came and looked at her and said, woman, what brought you here? Lift up your eyes and see. When she lifted up her eyes, she saw a bowl full of blood. And the man said, that is where, that is the blood. That is where your body will go. The woman said, no, you can't kill me. I didn't come here to be killed. I came here looking for a house. The man looked at the lady. Two gentlemen came out with their knife. And the woman was just looking and said, you, you can't kill me. The God of Bishop will end up, but you can't kill me. So she brought up, she took her bag, and inside the bag was a bottle of oil. She took it, and the people were just amazed. They were just looking, what is this woman going to do? What is this woman going to do? She took it, and then the little girl was shaking. He said, mommy, pour it. Mommy, mommy, pour the oil. <laughs> and then the mommy took the oil and poured it and said, Holy Ghost. Then the little girl shouted, fire. Immediately she shouted, Holy Ghost, fire. Fire, literal fire. Started in the, in the house. Everybody started running for their life. That is how the woman and her little child escaped. The mystery of the anointing oil. The anointing is the Holy Ghost fire. Tonight, if your business is locked up in a room, your husband-to-be is locked up in a room, your wife-to-be is locked up in the room, as the oil comes upon your head, somebody shout, Holy Ghost fire! Shout, Holy Ghost fire! Tonight, the Holy Ghost fire will step down. Whatever the enemy has locked up, is open. Somebody shout, Amen. So when we go for anointing service and they pour oil on our head, it's not for fun. It's not just for oil to rub on our head. It is to bring the presence of the Holy Spirit. So when Saul had an encounter with the prophet Samuel and Samuel took the oil, he poured it on his head and he gave him a kiss. And then he said, is it not because the Lord has anointed you? In other words, the reason I am anointing you is because heaven has already anointed you. But you need a physical anointing to prove that you have been anointed. Everybody seated here, you are already blessed. But the blessing is in the heavenly places. And we need to bring the blessing from the heavenly places into the reality. So the anointing oil is what is going to trigger the spiritual blessing to become a reality for you. So that people will see it and they will testify that this is the doings of the Lord. Can I have somebody say amen? amen. So someone took the oil and then he anointed Saul. 
And then he said, is it not because the Lord has anointed you to be a captain over his inheritance? Ladies and gentlemen, the first thing we see concerning the oil that was poured upon the head of Saul was that the destiny of Saul was redefined by reason of the oil. The destiny of Saul, number one, the oil is that which defines your destiny. Remember, Saul was sent to go and look for donkeys. By the time he was leaving, he was no more an errand boy. His destiny has been redefined from an errand boy to become a king. Number two, his destiny and identity was changed. From Mr. Saul, he became King Saul. His title was changed. Tonight, your title will change. Amen. Your identity will change. Amen. People who have known you before, they will see you again and they cannot recognize you. I pray my father in heaven and by the grace of my father, his eminence, the archbishop, I declare that may the hand of the Lord rest upon your life. That after you are anointed today, your life your identity will never be the same. If you believe it, shall I believe it? Number one, his destiny and assignment was redefined. From being an errand boy, he became a king. His title for Mr. Saul became King Saul. Somebody say amen. amen. From that day, Saul never ever remain the same tonight you must not remain the same your life must never be the same somebody shout amen. amen the next thing that happened to Saul is that doors and favors started opening for him someone told Saul that when you leave me today you will meet some people on the way and they are carrying all manner of things. They will salute you and they give it to you. Things that you have never received before. Tonight it shall be given to you. Yeah. I said it shall be given to you. Yeah. It says in verse 3. Then shall thou go on forward from thence. And thou shalt come to the plain of table. And they shall meet the three men going up to God to Bethel. Carrying three kids. And another carrying what? Two, three loaves of bread. And another carrying bottle of wine. Look at the thing that people are carrying. And the next verse says, And they shall salute thee. And they shall what? They shall what? It means that you will not beg them to give to you. You will not ask them to give to you. The moment you come in contact with them, they will give it to you. Why? Because of the oil. Because of the oil. Favor shall take over your labor. And when favor takes over your labor, you don't labor, you don't struggle. People give to you. People blesses you. People open door for you. People invite you. People give you jobs. People give you opportunity. He said you shall meet them and they shall give to you. Tonight, people shall give you that which your heart is longing for. 
that which you are praying for, that which you have fasted for, tonight people shall willingly give it to you by reason of your head. By reason of your head. I declare within 90 days from this anointing service, from 90 days, testimony you have never recorded here, you record it. Doors that have never opened for you, it shall open for you. Places you have never been before, you shall be there. Places you have never experienced before, you shall experience it. By reason of the anointing. By reason of the anointing. By reason of the anointing. If you believe it, shout, I believe it. says something. Please give me verse 2. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Verse 2. When thou art departed from me today, then thou shalt find two men by Rahel's sepulchre in the border of Benjamin and Zizah. And they shall say to thee, the asses which thou wentest to seek are what? What is that? Restoration. Restoration. Somebody say restoration. The guy was looking for donkeys. And someone anointed him and said, by this anointing, when you depart from me today, you will meet these people. And they will give you good news. And the good news will be that the donkeys you are looking for, they are found. In other words, that which was lost shall be found. And that is restoration. Restoration is bringing back that which was lost or that which was missing back to its position. Either in quantity or in quality. Restoration is always better than the original. Therefore, from tonight, your life will be better than yesterday. I said your life shall be better than yesterday. If you believe it, shout I believe it. Say I believe it. They will tell you that what you are looking for, they are what? Are there some people here who are looking for something? Are you looking for something? Somebody is looking for a wife. Somebody is looking for a husband. I prophesy that after this oil, after this anointing, anything you are looking for, it shall be found. It shall be found. Somebody shout and believe it. I was having a meeting. And I called a lady and I said, Lady, this is your fifth disappointment in relationship. You've just had your fifth disappointment in relationship. And your heart is broken. But hear the word of the Lord. If I carry grace and I be a man of God, anytime I'm speaking and I put my ministry on the line. It means that I am 100% sure because I know how the Holy Spirit ministers to me. I said if I carry grace and I'm a man of God, by the time I see you again, you'll be married. And I told her that I'm seeing you today and after this I'm going back. I don't know when I'm going to see you. Even if I see you tomorrow, by this time you'll be married. Is it possible? 
Because Elijah, Elijah stood and said, tomorrow by this time, within 24 hours, the economic situation over Samaria changed. I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything too difficult? Somebody shout, no. I told her, by the time I see you again, you'll be married. And I came back to Ghana. About three years or so, I went back. And in the same church, the lady came. And she was so excited. I said, man of God, you prophesied to me that by the time you see me again, I'll be married. Then she showed me my ring. He said, I am happily married. She said, I'm married at the age of 38 years. 38 years. 38 years. I prophesied to somebody. The spirit of delay from tonight is broken over your life. You see, when the anointing comes upon your head, yokes are broken. When the anointing comes upon your head, what is humanly impossible becomes possible. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, receive your miracle. Receive your miracle. Somebody shout out receiving. Somebody is here. You are believing God for your life partner. I don't care how many disappointments you have had. I prophesy over your life that in the name of Jesus, you will come in contact with your partner. Receive your miracles. There's mystery in the anointing oil. Brothers and sisters, I have seen raw miracles. I've seen raw miracles. In another related incident, I was in the Assemblies of God Church, a place called Questminton. And I was calling out people to come and sow a seed. And when I mentioned their mother, everybody was quiet. Then one lady got up. As she was coming, almost close to where I was standing, I said, receive your husband. She fell down under the power of God. Within two weeks, she got married. It sounds something, isn't it? It sounds something, right? Within two weeks. Not, even if you have caught with somebody for years, it becomes impossible. I said, receive your husband. Not that she was in a relationship with somebody. Three days after, she met one guy from Italy. And the guy said, hey, lady, when I saw you, something is drawing me to you. <laughs> something happened. And now, I know he touched me. me. The anointing was drawing the man. The anointing is a magnetic force. It attracts. It draws. It pulls. So whatever you are looking for, after the oil comes upon your head, it will pull to you in the name of Jesus. So, the man proposed and the man, the, the man was on head that I have to go back to Italy. How to see your period? He said, ah, you just met me. Ladies and gentlemen, to cut the story short, as if it was a joke, within two weeks, they were married before the man went back to Italy. Two weeks. Not that when they were in a relationship. Not that she knew her before. Two weeks. You don't know the God that we are serving. 
when the anointing is in operation, the impossible become possible. When the anointing is activated, my God, the power of God is brought to bear. Tonight, whatever has become humanly impossible by reason of the anointed, it shall be possible. Somebody shout and receive it. Shout and receive it. Some of us, some of us, we have come from a background where marriages don't work. Marriages don't work. Papa, I, I met a lady who had just had her second child. And the husband has thrown her things out. Second child. And the husband has thrown her things out. She said, I don't love you again. And the woman came to my prayer meeting with a baby crying. I said, woman, what is it? He said, I've just given birth to this second child of mine. And my husband has thrown me out. Please help me, man of God, help me. I said, calm down, calm down. I calmed her down. Started, by the grace of God, I'm a professional counselor. I started trying to dive into her background. Lo and behold, I noticed that when a great-grandmother got married, she had two children. She was divorced. Her grandmother married. She had two children. She was divorced. Her mother got married. After having two children, she was divorced. So, logically, having had her second child, she was also due for divorce. Four generations. I said, this is a curse in the family that must be revoked. There are people like that here. They enter into marriage. It doesn't work. They bring them back after so many years. Tonight, the anointing will break that yoke. So I told her that this is demonic and we need to stop it. And then I started praying and there was a violent manifestation of a spirit. And the spirit said that I have been in that family for 270 years. Ancient demons. Ancient demons. 270 years. You want to cast me out? I said, no, I don't want to cast you out. My Jesus will cast you out. Because 270 years, I was not even born. So how do I cast out 270 years demon? So I said, no, I don't want to cast you out. Jesus will cast you out. By the time I gave a command, the spirit manifested and came out. The next day, she was in the house. When the husband came to knock at the door, hey, we are, we are ah. hey, we are Tonight, every door that is closed shall be open. So when we talk about the anointing, I sense that we should begin to pray because I see something breaking in the atmosphere. Something is 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 breaking in the atmosphere. Marriage. Something is breaking in the atmosphere. Shakata, I see an angel here. I see an angel here. Let it come. Come, come, come.